love. You know, the, the feeling that you're, that you're feeling is just what many of us call a feeling. Relationships. It's not like envy or even hungry. Could it be love? Sex. You know what an erection feels like, Michael? No. It's time for the Quit Playing Games Love Talk Podcast. What I'm saying is all I really want is someone to hold me and tell me that everything is going to be all right. With your hosts, Alex Crawford, Kyle Behart, and Kate Adolfson. A man in love with a woman from a different era. I see a photograph. I see a film. I see an insurmountable problem. Quit playing games. Thanks for listening. Remember to spread love and embrace controversy. And I'm spent. Bienvenidos, aloha, and welcome in to Quit Playing Games Love Talk Podcast. Uh, I feel like we always say this, but a very special edition of the show. Uh, I think this is back-to-back shows with no guests. Alex Crawford, Kyle B. Hart, and Kate Adolfson here, and we don't have any guests, and this will be the last time, and we've done some scares before, we've done some some pranks, we've done some publicity stunts. This is serious. But this is serious. I am moving to Southern California right now. If you didn't know, we're all currently Literally. located in Portland, Oregon. Uh, together, so we won't be together after this episode. Uh, moving in one week, so um, this is our last episode together for the time being. Of course, I don't want the show to die, but it will have to die a temporary death. Yeah, I it's think- had temporary deaths before, though. Yeah, it's had scares. I've tried to pull it off life support a couple times. Well, it's uh, seasonal in a sense, like yeah, yeah. We only have like three episodes out there, right? That are searchable. Everything else is gone. What are you talking about? Uh, my coworker and I were looking at it on SoundCloud and on iTunes. There's only three. No way. We'll we'll that's get to the sh- bottom of that. Anyways, don't tell our that's listeners. That's a later question. There's hell episodes. There's <laughs> there's more. We'll check that out. Yeah, we'll check that it was out. It's funky. We should have more. But anyway, so this could be our last show. This will definitely be our last show together for a while, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And some are saying it could be our last show ever. What do you guys think about that? Boo. No, I think we'll find a clever way to keep the show going uh, from a distance. I think i have a friend or two who knows how to do that you're obviously very savvy with radio so i feel like we could figure it out i mean i'm not going to build a radio transmitter in my house but <laughs> i uh, also feel like there's a good chance that you'll be up here visiting oh i'm definitely gonna come up a few times uh the question is is can we get into this building to record mm. just because i don't we know people technically i don't work here anymore at this mysterious building where we record but my key fob Ooh. still works which is dope um what I was going to say was, though, yeah, I'll be up here at least twice this summer. I've got a wedding. I'm going to do Hood to Coast again, and then a couple times in the fall for Beaver football games. So Sweet. At least one of those times, we should, get to get, we should get the gang back together. But in all realness, we won't be doing an episode for at least a little bit. We are going to look into technological ways to perhaps Skype in, um, maybe do like a video conference, maybe do something over the phone. There's ways. To, I mean, pe- people do it. Not every they podcast. Do. Everyone's all together mm-hmm. in the same place, in the same room. So we will... Uh, We'll make it happen, but uh, I guess let's open up with some reflection. What have been some of your guys' favorite memories or favorite moments of QPG? Uh, we we kind of have two phases. We have BK and AK, before Kate and after <laughs> Kate. Uh, the before Kate era was at Oregon State at KBVR, and then the after Kate era was when you joined the show and we made our t- full-time podcast, added you as the uh, part of the Treacherous Three. So, But strangely enough, a little history is Kate had a love talk related show on I KBVR did. TV. That's right. I did. I did the dating game show That's at KBVR. Right. So Whoa, we were flashback. just like a few years apart from each other. Yep. 
And we would have known each other otherwise at school. We would have been the the love talk gurus, you on the TV and us on the radio. Well, what are your, some of you guys' favorite memories, though, of uh, of our show? Uh, let's go, we'll do like a little chronological dilly. Okay. BK and then AK. Okay, I'll let you kind of walk us through this, Cal, because this show, people didn't know, was originally your idea. You said, let's do a love talk thing. I'll, I'll go through the hoops to get us on air at KBVR. And I said, I'm super down. Well, see... What our listeners might not know, I think actually a lot of them do, is that you were already on the radio, and I was on that what? show. That show was called uh, Against the Spread Sports Talk Show. Yeah, it was a, it was oh. on KBVR. Okay. And from there, I remember that I was really inspired to do something else, and I, I didn't know really what, <laughs> and I was like, oh, what, what kind of a talk show would I be interested in? Because there was a lot of people that we were friends with that did music selection shows, and while I do like music, I just wanted to do something that was a little more geared towards involvement. So I thought, and uh, I've always been interested in love, and I, I really think that uh, sex is unfortunately tabooed in our society, and a lot of people don't like op- to openly talk about it. So uh, I decided to make a show. What's weird about KBVR is, I don't know if you had to do this, Alex, but they made me do the first show just by myself. Mm. Oh, so weird. I didn't have to how do long? that. How long? What was it, 30 minute? Hour. Oh. How just many, how many the, breaks do you have in there? Three? I think I took two or three, yeah. All right. Um, but it was just to prove that you could work the machinery and not like you knew what you were doing. It was really shitty because it was kind of like, I think I could take calls, but the calls wouldn't always work as you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you like have your, were you like, Hey friends, I'm going to be on, you call in or did people genuinely that you didn't know happen to call into the show? Well, I don't think anybody called in, but when people did call in, (laughs) when it was intentional, it it didn't always work to get patched. Did we ever have any callers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I remember a lot of times that we we couldn't take them because the phone system was just fucked mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So we would be like, I remember friends. It was Snell Hall. <clears throat> it was yeah. Snell Hall's fault. Friends would be Facebook messaging me or tweeting at Alex, and then we'd kind of like take our listener calls from there. But then I asked Alex to join as a permanent co-host, and I'm like, we should totally like use this to talk to people about love. And then from there. We invited professors and friends and student-athlete couples. Actually, I think the me- first memory that came to mind was we did a show in the quad on Valentine's Day, two years in a row. That was really fun, where we set up... Yeah, that was one of my favorite memories, was doing any of our like live shows where we would like, be in the quad, where we'd be in the Memorial Union in one of the cafes, Pangea, if you remember. I don't know if you ever... I certainly do, do remember Pangea. Do you remember the story behind that? That was our final episode. But we didn't do it outside because it was raining? We didn't do it outside because it was raining. So, our yeah, our studio producer, who was our roommate at the time, Kurt? was like, yes. He's like, do you guys want to do it in Pangea Cafe? Which Alex and I, in that year prior, did a rating of every cafe on Oregon State's campus. We gave it number one, right? No. Oh. E-Cafe got number one. Oh, yeah. And I think we gave Pangea number two. E-Cafe uh, was in Kelly, right? Yeah. Yeah. E-Cafe was, that, was dank. E Cafe really was also a lot of our friends worked there. there. Yeah, we oh, had, yeah. Oh, I got free chumpkins oh, yeah, all the time. Got our roommate chai pumpkin. Oh, pumpkin chai. So chumpkin. dank. Yeah, chumpkin. Blumpkin? I know. Blumpkin? No, chumpkin. <laughs> I've never uh, received a blumpkin. Same. It's very gross. But yeah, Kurt was like, "Oh, well, do you guys want to record in Pangea?" So actually, I can send you the episode too. And I, I actually just looked. We are experiencing some te- technical difficulties on. Our iTunes and there are only three episodes listed, so we'll take a, a look into that. That's very Thank you. strange. Thought I was crazy. Very strange. I wish you would have told me sooner. <laughs> Kate. 
but if you go back and listen to the episode, you can actually hear plates like knives yeah, yeah, the, scratching against plates. The metal on metal. It's because didn't they have like unlimited waffles or something? They had Some a lot deal. Of good, yeah. yeah. But people were like, we were just there doing our thing, <clears throat> and people were just carrying on as yeah. normal. And we were just a couple of Why dudes. Why should they with, stop for two dudes and two microphones? You it know? was us and Jeff Hale at a table. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, having Simba was a, a great episode. Oh, yeah. That he was, was a, a very charismatic guy. Yeah. What's his name? Rabani? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was really good. Um, actually, I think our best episode we ever did, Kyle, was the one we did it in... Uh, it was our fall shows uh, of, I think, October 2012. We had Alex Lennon Cole, our friend, on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of girls on. Mm-hmm. Who was on that show? Uh, it doesn't was matter. Was it Audrey? Yeah. N- uh, no. Was she on that episode? No. Maybe Ashley. Donahue. Yeah, anyway, no, I think you're right. I we think had you're two right. girls. Was it had- Ashley and Hannah? Or Ashley and Leslie? Yeah, something like that. And then we had two females. We had uh, Alex Lennon Cole, and then we had Louis, our advisor. And I remember we got in trouble for that show because that was actually definitely my most memorable show. We got in trouble because one of our topics was we talked a lot about pubic hair. Oh, yeah. Uh, we talked or about... bald is an eagle. Why is that? Yeah. Well, we talked a lot about pubic hair, um, and we talked a lot about... Uh, what did I say? I said if you could get one famous person's signature uh, shaved into your oh, pubes. Oh, we were talking about Bushwhackers, my and, concept for a pubic hair salon. Yeah, pubic hair salon. That's what you got in trouble we for? We talked about... Yeah, 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 because our show was noon to one. Oh, it wasn't after 10? No, it wasn't oh after 10. Oh, my God. It I thought this entire time. No, my was, show was after 10. No, Yours was, was not. Ours was, was noon to one, and uh, <laughs> the also, advisors came in and they were like i'm taking my i'm picking my daughter up from school it's early out i turn on kbvr and you're talking about pubic hair do you want my do you want to explain to my daughter what 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 you oh I, yeah you had to take those bullets yeah that was too. bullshit because i had to go back to do my second show later in the afternoon kyle was gone they're like we need to talk to you immediately Ooh. and then it was just me and i was just getting like do, do you want do you think it's appropriate to talk about uh, flavored condoms at noon when kids are getting out of school oh, yeah. dude gunmetal flavor yeah, yeah, condoms yeah. Uh, our friend Alex said that he said that uh, he said the con- flavored condoms should be um, because you only really use flavored condoms with a prostitute, right? Sure. Like theoretically, so he said that um, the flavors should be more in line with flavors that con- uh, with uh, flavors Heroin? that prostitutes are used yeah. to. Yeah, cocaine, cocaine flavored cocaine. condom, gunmetal flavored gun condom, uh, dirty old cigarette flavored condom. Would a cocaine flavored condom just get your mouth? Numb? Is that what that would do? Probably. That yeah. Would, actually, I've got a story about a numbing agent. I have right. a friend who shall remain nameless uh, who used to use something called Mandalay. Literally, man delay. Oh. Not like Mandalay, Mandalay Bay. Bay. No, yeah. no, like man delay. Um, he would rub it on his penis uh, before having sex. Uh, so he would last longer. It makes it's a numbing agent. Okay, it's a numbing gel. It's like those tingling condoms. I feel like guys are always like they numb. They numb your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think the condom itself is already enough. You yeah. know, to to keep you, uh, yeah. you know, from you know too soon. And Wait, uh, no, what are you talking about? Please explain. From further. premature or just I want you know <laughs> what does premature ejaculation really mean? Like, like is it just coming too quick or is it like or is it just like an act? Like what's the is there like a, there's like a cutoff? There's like a what's the spectrum between like? Yeah, is it like uncontrollable? Like oh, like I just like coming t- way too quick, or is it just like I can't last that long? I'm super turned on. Like what's the uh, like? Where, where's the I line? think that the second one is where it gets confusing for people, but I think the first one is what it. It's is. like an actual no, thing that can I, happen. I right? think it's I think it's actually the latter. I think it's, I think it's an inability to, actually control like, 
premature ejaculation, I think, would happen like while she was taking off his pants. Oh, okay. Where it's right. like you're right. like any stimulation whatsoever. Or like, like he, or he's like going, right. maybe like having sex, and then he's just like without even warning, just like oh, I came. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 So, anyway. Uh, let's oh, see. back to the back to the Mandalay thing though. So oh. I had a friend oh, that put yeah. it on, and then first of all, I asked him, I was like, well, at what point is this coming? Like, at what point are you rubbing something on your dick when you're hooking yeah. up with a random? Because he'd be like, it'd be to last longer with like random chicks, right? Like, okay, like that's first of all some serious like maybe insecurity issues there. Right. Second of all, um, oh, I disagree. You use Mandalay? No, I just <laughs> I think that when you're with a new partner, you're more easily stimulated and. You want every partner wants to be satisfactory, and I no, think you're right. You're right. For men, it's it's a little bit more. This is not a bragging point, but you guys are gonna be like, oh, okay, okay. But <laughs> usually, when I after I come, I can go. I can keep going. I've never had a problem. Ooh, with that. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. I've never had a problem. It's just like, you have no refractory period. Not really. Wait, How? can we please go back to the Mandalay? Can we finish that story? Oh, I guess one time he put it on secretly. I guess he'd like run to the bathroom real quick. Oh, let me pee before yeah. we have sex kind All of right. thing. Yeah. Then he comes back one time thinking they're about to fuck and she starts giving him a blowjob. Oh. And then she's like, oh my God, my mouth's numb. What the fuck? My mouth is oh, numb. And he's no. just like, I guess he had to explain. <laughs> like, uh, well, I, uh, this is. Um, Dude, that's your impression that's voice so for awkward. everybody. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I just, I'm using Mandalay, you know? So I don't think he still does, but. Uh, that's hilarious. That's, some, that's the great, the great Mandalay story. Mm. All right, let's pick a few AK moments. And, and now After obviously Kate. Kate can be involved in. Wait, so no, no, back to this, Kyle. After you come, mm-hmm. you can just go right again? Yeah. Interesting. Usually, I don't you, know if, if I believe you. Do you want me to get graphic? Prove it. What? Prove it. <laughs> uh, right now. Take off your pants. Uh, He's doing it. Okay, no, no, oh. no, no, finish, finish. <laughs> no, don't finish. I mean, finish your story. <laughs> finish your story. In armory, we're going to call this one the one in which Kyle claims to be able to Come ten times in ten minutes. I'm just kidding. Well, so uh, that'd be I, a lot. I, I will say that my pleasure is reduced after right. I come, but my ability to stay hard is has never been a problem. I don't know what it is, but I think for me it's because I always I'm always so worried of not satisfying. Oh, this is lover. the one that you want Kate to to play for her friends. This episode. <laughs> This is the episode where Kate plays this for all her girlfriends. Ladies, I am single. You guys met my friend. (laughs) No, no, sorry. Go on. No, no. I mean, sir. I mean, Kyle. What do you What do you not believe about? Wait. So, how long does it take for you to potentially come again? It's biologically unusual, is what I'm saying. Also, you're gonna give me shit for this too, Jesus. But when you take when you take uh, opiates over a sustained period of time, it actually impacts your ability to come in the first place. In a good way or a bad way? Bad way. You like you. It's just you, some things aren't firing in your brain because all we've talked about this. All an orgasm is is a physiological response to a mental stimulus. So if you're bombarding your mental with things that aren't supposed to be there and overflooding certain parts of your brain with, in this case, opiates. Heroin addicts also have this problem too, which is another opiate. Uh, it impacts your ability to finish. Okay. So where's so where's your where's the braggadocio this on this one? <laughs> Sometimes I don't finish at all. But that's not that doesn't. That's sound not like cool. a bragworthy point. No, it's that's it's like actually, that sucks, but it's man. actually it. Wanna, in the past, want to talk been, about it? In the past, well, in the past has been no, it doesn't bother me a ton. I I know what's going on in my brain for the most part. But I definitely past, prefer coming to not coming. Though. Yeah, so do I. But in the past, it's been like, uh, am I insufficient? 
mm-hmm. am I doing something wrong? Mm-hmm. Someone, the lover that I'm with gets self-conscious. So it's not always a good thing. Right. Do we still have to talk about this? No, 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 no. I, just... no. I think we want to go. I think what we need to clarify is it's not the inability to come. It's when you do come and you can keep fucking. And then how long, like, can you keep fucking until you come again? Or you just no, keep fucking until then, the like, whatever time. she. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> usually it's. Okay. Wait, now I'm confused. Minutes. So he can come and then keep fucking her. For like 10 or 15 minutes or whatever she wants. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying now. Because I have another friend, Kyle. You know him too. I don't know if you know he has this ability. I'll tell you who he is off air. But he can come and then immediately start again and then come again. And then come again. And then immediately, which is is super. It's That's rare. It's really rare. That's what I thought you were saying. Yours is more. I I can't. I won't come again. I haven't. So it sounds like twice continuously ever. not, Not to get too graphic, but it sounds like maybe you have not the most sensitive penis. Which is a good thing, I think, because when I come, it, you just go woo. No, no, I don't go woo, but it gets uh, <laughs> it gets really sensitive, and I and I'm not really willing. I don't want to keep going because I'm just like whoa, whoa, whoa. too much stimulation. Kyle, Alex has touched your penis multiple times, and you've never even felt him touch it, right? He's never so. touched my penis. <laughs> I've never touched it. I've just seen it. <laughs> oh, we used to live in the same. We lived in three same houses. Well, you've you've seen your girlfriend's boobs. And yeah. probably other parts. Yeah. Yes. Plenty of Vaginas. Nothing weird about. Th- I've Watch seen. Lo- I've seen lots of my friends' dicks. Buttholes. Yeah. I've seen lots of my friends' dicks. Yeah. But like, I saw that. you stroking Kyle's earlier. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, that's are just you what trying the guy to sabotage owns- me? Because this is the episode you're going to show all your friends. <laughs> yep. That's just what the guy that owns Ross Island Grocery thinks. Yeah. One had- That was going to be, guys. That was going to be one of my favorite moments it's like a um, all right good segue go ahead go for it tell everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. What please the... now let's talk our favorite moments on qpg since kate has joined Wait, the show on. actually let's back up just for our listeners who don't know the story so alex and i moved to portland after college and we wanted to keep the podcast going but it wasn't really a priority we both had other projects and then i started working at an agency called well actually we won't say what its name don't say its name uh i started working at an agency and i met kate and Kate and I just hit it off, became friends really, really quickly, and ended up like spending time together talking about like relationship shit. And like that was around the time of the mailbox meetup for those who have been listening to us mm-hmm. for a long time. I remember that. And I just ended up, we ended up just being having a totally open and like cool friendship. And then a light bulb clicked. Actually, I think Alex was like, we should bring the show back. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. That was when you were working, you were, I think you were working more consistently in production. Yeah, I think I was able to get into the building more regularly here, and wherever uh, we are. And I was like, I think I have the perfect, <laughs> oh, I was like, we need a permanent female voice. And I think I have the perfect person. So then we made Kate sign her soul mm-hmm. over That's to Quit Playing Games Love Talk yep. Show. And here she is. And I was so nervous that first show, and then I ended up thinking it was so much fun. And since then. Anyways, part of the tradition is that we meet at this little local kind of brewery. We can say the name. Or maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. Okay, we won't say like it. We uh, <laughs> it's this it? local no, little beer spot. Yeah, little yeah. beer spot, little sandwich spot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Off the foot of the Ross Island Bridge. Yeah, it's in the neighborhood. Yeah. Okay, so then w- w- go on, Kate. Uh, so we, um, I used to also live right in that area, right down the street. So there was the same guy that would work constantly. They would always hit on me. That's right. You used to live over there. Yeah. And um, he would constant- consistently hit on me. And then I would show up multiple times with you two uh, pre-show for a beer. 
And so he would see me multiple times come in with you. And he was, I think he was jealous. And so then one time he said like, what are they, are they gay for each other? Are they butt buddies? Like, I can't remember exactly what it was. But then he said it a second time too, right? Like, like later on, right? Two years later. Two years later. Two years later. That's that's because I mentioned it on the show and then he found out the name of the show and he listened and he heard that episode and it, I literally moved away from the area, you know, and then I came back two years later. We do another episode and he's like, he he knows it like I think it like burned his soul that we talked about him on the podcast. And he was he came back up and he's was still that the guy working, who was working tonight. Yes. Damn. I did get a weird vibe. Yeah. He's Same. Uh, yeah. He didn't say anything because he respects us now. <laughs> but he also because I said you do. Touch but did, each other's But didn't he dicks. didn't that second time when he when we went back there? Two years later, didn't he once again say something to you like, "What are those those, are those guys gay?" Like, yeah, it was something. It's like the stupid, <laughs> like, dude. Like it's weird. Dude, yeah, he needs to like, stop. Yeah, yeah, it's really one. Creepy. I'm not into you too. Those two guys I'm with, they're not gay. They're not gay. What do you care? I'm not going on a date with you. Also, years ago, he was like, "Yeah, I'm just working here. Like, I'm going to school." And now, he, like, five, four years later, he's like, "I this is like what I do. Like, I don't have any other job. This is my I only got job. some shares." Some so shares in this, like, in this restaurant. Yeah, it's like, it's really so that's one of your favorite memories. Is the, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I think it's is the place like... we go before the show. <laughs> no, I was yeah. once I found out that that guy was like weirdly jealous of Kyle and I. Always, I always felt strange ordering stuff with him from there on out. Like. Up, Even man? tonight, he was like, oh, the lettuce is... Uh, yeah, just... it was weird. Like, when he brought us our sandwiches, yeah. he was like, usually it's a different lettuce, but this is a, they just gave us red lettuce, but it's just, uh, it's all, it's it's just, it's the same lettuce. I'm and like, then he ran away. What the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. I don't give a shit I think shit he's just, like, nervous lettuce. or something. I don't know. I wasn't even noticed. Like, did you think the lettuce looked different? No, it tasted the same. I think just, like, the weird ongoing saga of well, this human being is one of my God favorite things. For, for him, for his sake, that we won't be going there as a crew yeah. for a long long time that's so that's true it's true we used to actually get uh pretty twisted there before the yeah. show had, i like, showed several up beers. like 15 minutes before you guys and i was by myself with him and i was like oh god <laughs> i hope he, i hope that they show up soon so sorry I don't have to talk to him that's okay. um any other favorite moments kate um that's been one of my favorite ongoing ones i also think well my first episode was a riot i also really liked the world's most hated episode I fucking hated it when Rod came on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was still fun. It was so much screaming. Yes. It I was just an energetic show. I don't and I think we went to like a show mm. later in the night because we did. it was just like so I, much energy. So, yeah, I like, I don't, uh, I don't think it's, that was a great episode, but I did appreciate, I remember just, I can only speak for myself feeling like I had to yell to get my point. <laughs> like, points were made. It felt like I was in the, like, everyone was in the crossfire of, like, different stuff. Also, like, if you're one of the more quiet ones in the group, then that's, like... Yeah, yeah but you guys different. have a weird dynamic. Yeah, yeah a strangely competitive broad. Di- dynamic between he and I. <laughs> uh, and sometimes he wins. We trying to piss me off? <laughs> Which When did he win, Kyle? I think he won that night. I don't think he did. He was universally hated. People said they didn't want him to come back. Yeah, well, that's some, true. You know, he, I had he girlfriends the most listen to the show. That was their first episode, and they were like, "I fucking hate it." And I was like, "That's not normal." <laughs> I swear. Um, I did like that night. I'm trying to think of any other good episodes or memories mm, after K. Mm-mm. I uh, okay. no, 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 <laughs> not like that. I just mean like I also liked our changing of venues. Um. What are you doing, Kyle? I uh, I also like the changing of venues. I liked being in the basement for a little while. Yeah, that was fun. But like, honestly, the audio wasn't great. No, it was always really like, 
Yeah, and that was because of our sound guy. We fired him. <laughs> yeah, but then we started. Once I got a more secure position here at the company, I felt yeah. more comfortable coming in. I think using one the of equipment. my favorite. I thought one of the episodes that we were the most dynamic, and it was really fun, and it was like a short forty-five minute one, which we seem to never do like didn't record or something and it was really sad dude yes yeah. that was recently yeah that was in like november uh, was it or october was that okay. that was in yeah. october was yes that was because the computer in the other room we were using glitched mm. and only only the first 30 minutes yeah no that one we were trying to go for 45 we went for about an hour and 15 only the first Sounds 30 right. anyway so yeah but um if you guys think any more memories please bring them up pass them on in the meantime uh let's talk Wait, about i have some memories oh sorry That's go ahead true. go ahead please please speak the memories that <laughs> the memories that i have are the and this is i mentioned this before but right on the cusp of the kate soul signage is we did the mailbox meetup episode which was just a strange time uh, kind of the crown jewel of a strange memory, but it was one of my favorites because it was very unique. We recorded that in the next door. Yeah, oh, the one with just you, me, and Bianca? Mm-hmm. Or Bianca? Sorry. The one with just us? Or wait, I'm not supposed to say. Should I edit that out? I don't care. All right, let's Does she listen? Does she listen? No. Okay. Don't edit it out. Okay. Anyway, the one with just... <laughs> The one with just you mean her, the mailbox meetup person. Yes. And, uh, Wait, you did a show with her? Yeah. yeah. You weren't here. You couldn't make it, right? Or she was Kate not on the show yet? She was time. on the show yet because wow. the, the Bianca thing happened right before I started working at... Mm-hmm. Okay. So wow. It was, she was it left, awkward? Was it weird? She left like my third day I was working there. Okay. Uh, no, it was. We were very much like we spent a week together. Yeah, you guys were very much jobs. lovebirds. I remember being like, ugh. Yeah. It was like a honeymoon stage, but you spend all your time and you're having a lot of sex and you just. Well, I guess for me the reason I was kind of like ugh when I was because it was kind of like me interviewing you two. Yeah, but yeah. I was kind of like ugh because like <laughs> you guys had just met. IRL like four days prior and then she was like I swear she was like sitting on your lap she was yeah she was sitting on your lap which actually well, didn't make me very comfortable well I was like interviewing them and then they were like mm. and I was being a good friend like I had chauffeured you guys to dinner you were Aww. I picked you guys up and you lived out of the way at that point too pretty did, out of the way I did All I chauffeured right. you guys the one time you were a good friend to me in 10 uh, years well That's whatever it, it was That's is it. I was just like in my head I was like they just fucking met four days ago. For those <laughs> that don't know, yeah, the mailbox meetup, Kyle and this girl were pen pals, and then they she came and visited for a week, and all they did was, you know, be in love for a week, and then it fizzled out after that. But one week of intensity. It was pretty glorious, actually. It was an intense flash in the pan. Yeah, you probably fit, like, what most couples would maybe fit into a couple months into one week, so that's great. Yeah, because I didn't have to work. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There um, you go. And then, yeah. That's just a good a, one. yeah. The I guess to encapsulate because I know we want to move on. Just the variety of guests that we had. I think we had a lot of really interesting people and different walks of life and different sexual orientations. And I think it was just I will say that I'm very happy that no one ever said that they were uncomfortable on the show. Mm-hmm. That's actually really impressive. You would have thought that someone might have said it at this point. And right. I guess. An argument would be, well, they wouldn't say it if they were. But no but, no one said it after the fact either. Yeah. No one and you don't we I didn't have at least I didn't have anyone come up to me and be like, 
oh, so-and-so is on your show. They told me that they really had a bad time and they're really uncomfortable. Like, yeah, and even the Rod episode, which I know people were like, that person was a misogynistic fuckboy, blah, blah, blah. They were never like, the show sucks. It was more right. just like, that, person that person's opinion sucked. But at the same time, that's a person who those opinions are held by many, so I think it's interesting to bring them up. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to bring on the opinion of a fuckboy, right. for, for lack of a better term, you know? Totally. Um, because there's a lot of people that subscribe to that way of thinking, and so it was interesting, right. I think, to dissect it with someone who was kind of unashamed to, to go in on to it. To talk about it. Yeah. Um, Kyle, any other memories? Mm, nothing that really comes to mind. I think we should we should keep it going, and if we think of any... Okay, well, there's a few topics I wanted to get into on tonight's show besides reminiscing and reflecting and whatnot. The first one is we have a friend who shall remain nameless, but Kyle and I were hanging out with him recently, and he said to us, guys, I met the woman I'm going to marry. And Kyle and I were like, well, well, who? Like, who? How? What's your status with her, right? Like, are you dating her? He's like, I Wait, have- you had not heard about her or met her? No, no, no. Okay. And uh, how good of friends are you guys? Good enough to where I would know if, if he was dating somebody. Yeah. And okay. so I was like, well, let's 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 hear a little bit more about this person. He's like, no, I'm just she's the one. I know she's the one. I'm gonna marry her. I'm just letting you guys know. And Kyle said, don't uh, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't overbuild these expectations. You guys haven't even. When did you meet her? He's like. Met her right before Christmas. We're like, dude, it's, you know, today's February 1st. It's like, you know, it's the end of like, Remember, I was like, you've known her for a month. Uh-huh. And he's like, less than a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like bragging. About and uh, yeah. he's like, like what? And so basically, just to give you the skinny on it, Kate, is... Less than a month is... Okay, Okay, sorry. so one, uh, the, two, the, two, the two things I want to discuss with this. One, do you, what do you think about someone coming at you or coming, <laughs> not, not coming, but, uh, you know, presenting them (laughs) (laughs) I could not say coming someone presenting that mindset of I've met the girl I'm going to marry like less than a month in and then my second question uh, is so he told us that she just got out of a nine year relationship and the reason he hasn't made a move is because he doesn't want to be the rebound he wants to let her maybe have a rebound and then he wants to be present but he doesn't want to be the rebound who then gets thrown to the wayside lot to dissect here Kyle do you want to add anything about that no, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah, he... Oh, yes, there is some, something. So they met They met at a party, which is a dynamic I think you have to throw in. Because she's at a party, she's alone, she just broke she up just with her. She just got out of a relationship. And then I remember him saying specifically, well, there was this one night... Because we said, did you even hook up with her at all, like kiss her or anything? And he said, no, but there was this one night where we stayed up to like 6 a.m. talking and we were snuggling on the couch and I could tell that she wanted me to make a move, but I didn't because I didn't want to be the rebound. Kate, what do you think? Oh, there's so many questions in Dissected. my mind. I know. Okay, so first off, uh, nice titty shake. Sorry. Alex, thank you. Um, Dancing. Okay, uh, so he has not ever made a move on her. Have they hung out? They've hung out. Okay. He t- well, when Kyle and I were with him the other day, he did talk to her on the phone for a while. Like she called, like they chatted. Is but is then- he being like one hundred percent serious? Like this is a fucking girl I'm going to marry, or he's just like, oh, I just met the most perfect girl. I can't wait to you know marry her. Kind of joking, joshing about being, it. Uh, he's being serious, but I will say that I've I've heard him say things like this before. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I've seen him go head over heels before. Right. But Does I he also- get hurt. Uh, I, I, uh, yes and no. He, he gets hurt and then he and then he jumps into the new thing. And then he's okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's okay. an all-in kind of guy. Yeah. Um. I mean, 
I don't have high hopes for this relationship. Well, it just and seems I'm like sorry so to new, say right? that. Yeah, yeah, no. Like three weeks is an insane. People are literally in hospitals recovering from surgeries for that. They are. <laughs> you could be sick for three weeks. Like there's so many factors into this that just like blow my mind that he could even consider that. Right. So is this idea that you can fall in love with someone in three weeks a real thing? Or is that, do you think, more of a fabricated like... I think that he fell in like and fell in lust because I think you truly can start to really like somebody at that point in time. But there's absolutely, in my personal opinion, in my personal bubble, I do not think that you can just love somebody. Can you lust like for someone that. that you haven't had any sexual like contact or relationship with, though? Yes. Yeah, you can lust for. I think yeah. sometimes you can lust for someone more before you have yes. sexual contact contact because it's you, like build, the you build fantasy. them up. Yeah. yeah, you build it up. Then you it's do it, idea. and you're like. Hmm. Just like every other penis. That's what they say. Then you have to, <laughs> then you have to find something nice about the guy. No, but I, I just, I just think it's dangerous to have those kind of expectations. Like I think it's dangerous to build yourself up in that way. To be like, you know, this is the girl I'm going to marry. Because if it doesn't work out, and, and like I guess it depends person to person, mindset to mindset. But if it doesn't work out, you you risk being so low after that. Like you know, kind of these emotional ups and downs. You should really should strive for more of like an equanimity in your relationship as opposed to like peakings and valleys. Peakings. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Though, like, yes, yes. So is hope there for our dear right. friend or is it lost? And Nine what do you years how do you is respond? a long time. How do you yeah, that's really I mean that's I'm assuming either a marriage or a really long relationship. He's, Nine years and, is and he, really long. My first question was how long has she been out of that relationship? Right. And what was the answer? A couple months. Okay. So that's still pretty fresh. But I also I also begged this question because I was talking with a friend of mine, not the same friend, a different friend, and she's seeing this guy who's like super clingy and she's like, how do I get out of it? And I was like kind of talking to her about it. We can touch on that if we have time later. But she was like, she said something like, well, I'm not just looking for anything right now. And it got my brain turning about like, well, I think that's bullshit. I think everyone's looking all the time. I think that you're not looking until you find someone that makes you like want to look theoretically because when you're looking, you're not going to find shit. Right. That's just like everyone knows that's a law of nature. But when you're like just open to whatever and you like meet someone who like, oh, I really want to like be their partner or be their boyfriend right. or be their girlfriend. That's I want exactly them to be my partner. And I were, yeah. Exactly. So like when she's like, oh, I'm not looking. I'm like, no, you are. You just haven't found the right person yet. So I guess to tie it back into what our other friend's dealing with, he is really worried that, you know, he's going to be a rebound and that there's not enough time elapsed. But I also do think to advocate for him that if you like someone enough, you could actually fall in love and spend time with them. Of course. No matter how much you've gone through or how much time Mm -hmm. has elapsed since your last relationship. I feel like the I'm not looking for anybody when girls say that or guys, it's I'm not expecting things from people is what they mean. Right. Like I also th- if you're dating, you're still looking, like you said. Yeah, like, I also think that I'm not looking for anyone is something you say when it's kind of like I'm not looking for you kind of a yeah. thing. Like it's kind of like I, I think that you're always looking for someone. I think someone could always sweep you off your feet. Right. Like you could always meet someone and be like, whoa, this is different. This is actually like, you know, if. 
maybe not, I'm not saying always, but like typically if you're putting yourself already in a dating type situation, I think that you're, you're looking, yeah, you're, you're getting yourself out there. Yeah. So the, my, my, my kind of concern with the whole rebound thing is I actually think that's pretty tough. Like nine years, I've never been in a relationship for nine years. I haven't done anything for nine years consecutively, really. <laughs> uh, I just, is it a real concern? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure, not every day for nine years, though. <laughs> I'm taking days off. Uh, no days off. <laughs> you guys remember that from the Patriots last year winning Super Bowl? Anyway, um, sports. Um, the the rebound thing. It, like, if our friend hooks up with this girl t- tomorrow, and she hasn't hooked up with any, she hasn't hooked up with anyone since her nine year relationship, and then she hooks up with our friend, is he going to quote just be a rebound and 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 risk? not having long-term potential with her yeah i don't think that he can like i see his fear of being the rebound but i don't think that he can assume that that's what's going to happen because then if you just put it off is that going to help isn't that risky like isn't that almost isn't that almost like i told him not to overthink it and to just go with the flow and feel the vibe like if you're staying up let's just say in his scenario staying up till 6 a.m she's waiting for you to make a move and you're really vibing it don't don't be like, no, I can't be the rebound. I can't. Right. You know, almost that's almost becoming like too like this too isn't protective. a this isn't a playbook. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're not running an offense for your football right. team. Like feel it out, feel the vibe. So I agree with all that. And just to add on to it, I think that our friend is taking a huge risk because if she doesn't like him, she already knows if she likes him or not. Like mm-hmm. I think we we've always talked about this fuck yes theory. Kate, you brought it up like a long yeah. time ago, and it's something that's been like a recurring theme. But you know when you're fuck yes about someone, like, pretty quickly, I think. You know, a couple dates, you can figure out, like, I really fucking like this person. I want to get to know them better. So I think at this point, her mind's already made up. Our friend just doesn't know what it is. So I think that he's taking a huge risk because, and this might make me sound shallow, he's either going to, A, not hook up with her, and... She's gonna not like him, and not to use a cliche term, but maybe get friend zoned. Right. So like, so yeah. just be like, that's a real thing. That's like, what I'm it, saying by waiting. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. B hook up with her and get friend zoned. Yeah. And if those are the two avenues of like, oh, I see. What you're, shallow is just like, why you not might take as the well hook? Get get laid. Right. You might as well like hook up. You might as well take the risk, is what you're saying. I guess, and yeah. I also feel like I know people play games or whatever, and that's hence the name of the show. But if you like um, someone, don't play games. If you like someone, you should, like, tell them and be honest about it. And I truly think that they're, when you like someone, it just comes out. You're like, I really like you. Mm -hmm. Someone says it first, but you're really vibing. So in this situation, if it's going to end in detriment, why not get laid? I know. I mean, that's, I I can't disagree. I, like, it kind of goes into the whole, like, shoot your shot theory, you know? Like, he might as well put that shot up and, and not try to wait. You can't. You missed 100% of the shots you don't take. Just like in life, I feel like whether it's with love or a project or sports or anything is you can't, it's better to have something done than to have something perfect in the sense that if you try to always wait for something to be perfect, you might not ever get anything done. So if you're constantly waiting for this perfect moment to build your perfect relationship and get married, you're going to screw yourself over or that's the problem with expectations. That's the problem with like oh, wow, the way that I met this person who's my girlfriend is not the way I imagined a year ago or not the way I imagined five years ago or it's not this fairy book story tale thing that I, I thought it was going to be when I was a kid. 
but so th- that shouldn't affect your present, like your expectations or your thoughts right. from the past shouldn't affect your present, your present relationship or the way things are going forward. And so I'm worried about that with this situation. And I think this is cliche. This is very cliche, but time is limited. And I actually, I was talking with our friend about this whole idea of casually hooking up and he's like, I'm just not that kind of guy. I'm just not that kind of guy, which I respect and I think is fair. But I also think that that's like a biological response to want to mate and like, not that you have to procreate, but like, like Alex said, shoot your shot. You know, you might as well have a fun night or two with a person. And then if you end up getting your feelings hurt, your feelings are going to get hurt in both situations. If you have sex or if you don't have sex or if you hook up, if you don't hook up. So you might as well have some fun, be safe and protective about it. And then, yeah. Okay. So then let me bring up another question sort of related to this. I just put this as a poll up on my personal Instagram. Mm. We could put it on our What's why don't you use the oh because I just wanted to put it because I put it on my IG story oh we uh, could put it on our Twitter page too at QPG podcast but my question was can you know someone's the one less than you know the one putting quotes around that uh, less than one month into knowing them not talking about maybe necessarily dating them but just knowing them like like our friend in this situation is not dating this girl right, right. they just know each other so. Can he know she's the, like we we've talked about this concept a lot, but I thought I'd bring it back up. What do you guys feel about that? I think you can have like a gut feeling, but I think that it takes more than a month to discover and figure out if that's true or not. Or you can say like, wow, like we said, I'm really fuck yes about this person, but it's going to take more than a month to figure out if you're truly fuck well, yes about it or if it's just a temporary thing. And to build on that just briefly, I think that you can maybe you think you know someone's the one one month in, but you haven't really faced the ups and downs and the challenges that a long-term relationship will bring. So you don't yeah. actually you you haven't it's like uh it's like I'll make another sports analogy. It's like you're playing your preseason games, right? right? And everything's great and everything's perfect. Then you get out there in the real season and, and things change and people get injured. Players get injured, right? And stuff happens. And like, like do you, you want to work hard for this person once you find out the things that you might not absolutely fucking love about them? Like, yes. And if you are still fuck yes about this person at that point in time, awesome. That's but even cooler and that's even stronger. Take, like, yeah. that's, where we, that's when relations get really strong, I think, is, is when you get to know each other's flaws and then yeah. you still love them yes. despite that and regardless. Yeah. That takes, I think that takes, and that's always a lifelong thing. You will always be learning other flaws constantly. And you, you know, you take them in and you love them. Yeah. Or you don't. (laughs) Yeah. And you move on and they're not the one. I totally agree that you can't know if a person is the one less than a month in. I think that you can have an idea that they have a lot of the characteristics that you want in a long-term partner, but to say they're the one is, is not only a lot of pressure on yourself, but a lot of pressure on them. And just to kind of echo what you both said, but in a different way, is I've found viewing my friends' relationships and being in long-term ones myself is the testament of someone's relationship and their versitude to stay together is not tested in times of good. It's in times of struggle, in times of bad. It's kind of like you can say that personally, like a person's real character is judged when his back is against the wall type of thing. But like when you really got to like dig deep and put forth an effort for another person, that's when you really realize, like, oh, shit, I really do want to do this for this person. And, like, mm-hmm. I would sacrifice my own happiness for this person's happiness. And that's very difficult to know when you're just, like, a month fresh into it, when everything, even the, like, kind of shitty stuff is like, oh, that's so cool because I'm not used to that because that's not what I'm like. You know what I'm saying? Totally, yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you, Kyle. Um, 
And I also think the concept of the one is like a little bit problematic in the sense that it makes it it's very binary like either you're the one or you're not either what the, the one or you're not the one there's no spectrum or scale of like right. what people are yeah. like what your relationship to people are it's and like it's just a very like simple way of thinking in my opinion like oh they're the one or they're not the one or like when people say like oh when you know you know like i'm sure that that's true when you know you know like but i just don't think it's like this hollywood movie moment of like no. <gasps> i know i know which is like our friend maybe is falling a little bit into that like i met right. she was smoking a cigarette on the dock and like <laughs> well that that's that's what he said and so i was like well man not everything's a movie and i have a tendency to do that too like because everybody does to dramatize things yeah but like yeah it's just i don't know i just i worry about expectations if you build up the expectations too much they're gonna come back to hurt you later well my my argument my biggest argument against the one concept is death if you have someone who's like the one and that person and dies die. <laughs> do you expect that you'll never fall in love again that's fucking dumb that's like, morbid that's fucking stupid no, but seriously, think about it. Like, so I think I know we've talked about it, or maybe I brought it up, but the idea of a threshold, like, you have this like weighted idea of like, okay, A, B, and C is really, really important to me, and that could be like personality traits or look traits or whatever, and then you know D, E, and F are kind of important to me, and they have like a different weight, and then basically people have like traits that compile into things you like and things you don't like and if they have enough things that you like that you put enough weight into combined with the things you don't like that make that weight go down if it hits a certain threshold then you're capable of loving that person does that make sense sure i mean it's a little bit like scientific of a way to point it out but i know what you're saying i love threshold i take it the exact same phrase and it's not like death your version is death mine is like proximity People always meet people and fall in love, and it can be a state away, a few states away, whatever, but there's billions of people in the world. Yeah, 8.3. And out of the very small fraction of the amount of people that you talk to and meet, it it just is, I guess, on a more mathematical basis, probability-wise, I think that's silly. I think it's 3.7, right, billion people in the world? No, no, it's It's above 7. It's above 7. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a lot of people in the world. No, I'm actually, I'm very strong. Like, I always kind of go back to, like, uh, timing and context having a lot to do with who's the one. Right. Um, even though I'm not, like, a huge fan of the whole timing thing, probably because I'm always late to stuff. But I think context <laughs> is, like, you can meet someone and you meet them in a, in a setting where maybe they're taken or you're taken. Right. Or it's just you don't have, any, like, they're, they're your roommate or something like that. And it doesn't. It just the t- the context isn't there, or the timing isn't there, and then things can change, or things can shift, or the same thing with proximity. Like, yeah, you can meet this awesome girl in in New York City or something, and then like you you're not living there, or she, right. you know what I mean? Like, there's this, or may, like you're in, let's say you're down in like South America, right? There's probably someone down there that you could fall in right. love with, but are you going to? There's right. a link, like so many factors at play. I, I think that we're just maybe people just like to oversimplify with like, oh, you know, she's the one. I knew it right as soon as I saw like locked eyes with her. No. Did, did you though? Like, did you no. actually or or no? And also our memories lie to us for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Romanticizing things, changing things 100%. for sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. Well, okay. So let's move on from that. I thought we, I thought that was good. I think, yeah. uh, I hope our yeah. friend listens and maybe get some perspective. Second good thing luck. I wanted to bring up now, this uh, is almost totally unrelated, but did you guys hear about what happened in Hawaii a few weeks ago? The missile scare? 
Oh, yes. There was like an alert that went out on everyone's phone, like ballistic missile incoming, seek shelter. This is not a test. Well, then it turns out it was just, it was not a test. It was a mistake. It was like a misclick from, I think, a Japanese computer or something yeah. like that that ended up sending. It was supposed to be the testing. The test one. It was supposed to be the test one. Someone clicked the real one. Um, and I saw a chart, which, Kyle, you didn't think this was real? This no, chart? No, I didn't. I didn't think the result that you're going to share with us was real. Well, no, I just saw a chart. It was Pornhub usage. Uh, Pornhub <laughs> usage uh, in Hawaii during that time, and uh, right like, and then there's a, you know a marker on the line graph that shows right. when that alert went out, and. Uh, what is it? It was when the alert goes out, it drops way down, and then when the alert, like when it, the next alert that says it was just a test comes out, it goes way up. Back up. So basically everyone thinks the missile's coming, they stop jacking off, they yeah. stop masturbating, watching porn, then they find out it was just a test, they're like, oh, thank okay. God, and then they go back and watch <laughs> a lot of I can go back. Um, I guess which, like, how would you calm your nerves down after that kind of a situation? You're yeah. Like, I mean, all right, I guess I'll or you're just like, diddle I mean, myself. Yeah. I think if I thought we were all going to die, and then I found out we weren't, I would I would do something pleasurable. I would want to yeah. have sex or, or watch porn or drink a beer yeah. or smoke a, like I would just, I would... I would kind of want to let go a little bit, yeah. but uh, I think also, but in the moment, I don't think I get the alert and I'm like, oh shit, like missiles coming. I got to log on. I got to watch some <laughs> amateur casting couch porn right now. <laughs> like, I just don't think that's my first inclination. Kyle, what, what was your issue with the data? <laughs> Take that for data. <laughs> I, the way you pitched it to me initially was I, that you thought people were out having sex instead no, of No, 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 no. Let me let me clarify. That's what I that's what I didn't believe. No, no, what I was going to say was is cuz this led to a discussion with myself and some other friends of if you got that alert would you try to maybe go have like if like your hot neighbor would you be like hey we're gonna Let's die fuck. do you want to fuck like or like would you maybe text the girl that you loved that you were always afraid that you loved her or maybe you would like you know what would you, I, I wonder I'm, if any regrets were made in that it was like what twenty minutes or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I bet a few people shot some texts that they regret. <laughs> I I saw one thing. Some I think some girl had a voicemail from her dad, and he was like, it went really viral on like golf websites because he was out golfing, and he's like, we're gonna finish our round. Like we're just you know I love you, I love my, like, but we're gonna finish our round. Like we're gonna play blah blah blah, and then oh then it didn't God, happen, and then it went. Then make everyone, me cry. And then everyone was like, this guy loves to golf. Like <laughs> this guy finished his, and it like went really viral on like Golf Digest and Aww. stuff, which is cool. Like if you're gonna go and you love golf and you're out golfing like and you're with your friends like i don't why that. get like, in the road and like be on traffic and or try whatever, to find it like, yeah, yeah like, i like that like if we were hooping your loved ones. colonel summers park dude shooting a jumper as the missiles come down <laughs> fuck that dude <laughs> i mean like i would probably i would be down to finish the game but that just also is like horrible horrible way to go yeah. i guess any way to go is in a miss nuclear missile is not ideal so yeah um Anywho, I just want to know if from like a love sex perspective, what you guys would do if you would do anything when you got the alert. I mean, I don't think I'd fuck. That wouldn't be my first thing. It would be... Probably more survival mode. I, I feel like, or I'd, if I was like with Sterling and like Yeah, our, you have a boyfriend. Yeah, my boyfriend Sterling, like we would just be together. I I don't know. Or like I would yeah. like call... Be together? Yes. <laughs> we would My finally do those fetishes that we never got to try. Would be golden showers. No, Cleveland just together. Steamers. Not, ew. Gross. Oh, what's the That's other it. one? Uh, strawberry. I, I don't know, man. I'm not into that stuff. Red. Wait. What's strawberry? I'll what's strawberry? I'll explain period, off air. But like, no, no, no. Nose, oh. nose blood. I'll yeah. explain off air. I'm not into that. Me either. I don't think I would. <laughs> Sorry, you would just be together. You'd just be present with each other. No, no, that's yeah. And what would you do? 
Yeah, we would have our little family. Would your cat's name Donnie? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be. Um, I would probably want to have sex, but I don't think my first inclination would be like, be like let's alert. fuck, yeah, let's do it, baby. Like I don't think, but I would want to. Do you be, think you'd have some like uh, ED issues? Like oh, like hard, like yeah, like scared? when you're like I'm, yeah, like you're scared, you're about to die. Like, are you gonna be like I'm coming? <laughs> I don't know. It like, would be nice to go out with a bang, literally. <laughs> hey. Hey. I would definitely try to have sex in that last. I would definitely try to have sex in that last twenty minutes, not with like with my with my girlfriend and like. But what if you were in a spot where you just weren't with them? Would you just try to fuck or? Uh, no, I don't want to go out with guilt. I don't want to go out yeah. feel like I've, I've like no, no. I would not. Uh, if my girlfriend wasn't around and I got that alert, I wouldn't be like, "Who can I fuck in the next twenty minutes?" Well, yeah, right. I wouldn't. That's not. I don't want to go out like that. So my my answer, I but think, Kyle, you're maybe, single. Maybe you would do this. What? Maybe you'd do this too if you weren't if you weren't proximally close to your loved ones. Is I would text and call the people that I cared about exactly. and just be like, "Yo, it's been yeah. it's been dope. Totally Thanks for a cool life. Yeah. Totally." I would call you. I would call you. I would call like Dustin and on my parents, and I wouldn't really wouldn't, wouldn't really worry about fucking at that point. That's what I'm thinking. I would yeah. just be like, "Yo, yeah. like like uh, I would go out giving thanks for the good times I had, considering everyone's gonna die." Uh, I'd post a nudie on Instagram. What like, fuck it. Would you really? <laughs> no. Uh, I wouldn't either. <laughs> totally I, not. No, definitely, <laughs> totally not. not. definitely not. I also want to couple that with not in the quite the opposite of desperation is if that were to happen like tonight, for instance, I wouldn't have anyone to text only because I feel like I shoot my shots when I get them. I don't really have a shot right now. You know, I think... You don't have, like, a hot neighbor that you're like... Remember when you asked to borrow a cup of sugar? No, I don't (laughs) have... My neighbors are... Not attractive to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, trying to see where you're going to go with that. But I guess what I'm saying to the listeners out there is that you shouldn't harbor any feelings for people if you have them. If, like... I mean, you should be respectful to other people. You shouldn't go up to, you know, your crush if they're with their boyfriend or girlfriend and be like, hey, I think you're super hot and I I would really want to be with you instead. Like, that's kind of fucked up. But, I know the rockets are coming, but let me show you my red rocket. <laughs> let me show you dog. Let me rock you. Yeah, no, I guess it's more... Wait, is red rocket only dog? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I think so. It might so. be. <laughs> not into bestiality. Would like yeah, to clarify. No, I'm not either. If you're with someone who has a red penis, they should get that checked out. <laughs> it's like infected. But no, I guess what I'm saying is you should shoot your shot and not worry about the impending doom of a nuclear apocalypse to reach out to the people that you want to have sex with or love. Oh, this is going to be called on a soapbox like you shouldn't just tell people you love on Valentine's Day you love them. You should tell them every day of the year. Fuck Valentine's Day, Hallmark ass holiday, corporate ass bullshit. I agree with you. I actually agree. I bet your girlfriend would love to get flowers randomly on a weekday, mm-hmm. not on fucking no, Valentine's Day. I do it on Valentine's Day and her birthday it. twice a year. <laughs> That's it. Set my, I, I got it in my eye, Cal. <laughs> I already called Perfect. Frank's Flower Shop. Perfect. Start dropping them off. Beautiful. Uh, no, no, no. I actually, Kyle, I actually agree with you on that. Sta- like, Valentine's Day is coming up. And uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. What day is it? 16th? What's the 14th, you dipshit? That's my dad's birthday. I'm single. Do you consider that a Valentine's I'm single. Day? What? My dad's birthday. Never met your dad. You're, but you're Adolf's son, so yeah, I was trying to put two and two together. Wait a second. <laughs> um, okay, I'm just curious if any like, because I think it's like a thing. I don't know. In my in my, I was texting in a group chat with some buddies, and they're like, "Oh, I'd for sure try to fuck in like that 20 minutes." Like, yeah, I'd for sure. Try- I think they say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, propelled by fantasy sports. 
Well, they have a different fantasy sport. It's called trying to fuck the milk <laughs> next door or something, I yeah, guess. Yeah, one of those guys would really love a uh, ch- chick with a sword. One would like a chick with a sailboat. I hope you... <laughs> you, know, you know my types. Yeah, we keep going. One would like a, a chick who had a, a deep sorority experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One would like a chick who loves Mandalay. <laughs> uh, okay anyway okay well cool i'm glad we, i'm glad we tackled that topic um i think all of us i mean yeah like i'm gonna try to be with my girlfriend tell the people i love that i love them ideally be with my close loved ones and friends if it was like portland um and i'm not gonna go try to fuck a random stranger because yeah. like, weird especially what if you like what if you came and there's like five more minutes till the missile and you're just like <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you what know. was your last name again? Yeah. What so, if you came and then nothing happened and you impregnated somebody? Oh, God. I'm keeping it. 18 years. 18 and pregnant. That's a, um, that's a sentence. Almost as good You'd as the show 16. <laughs> okay. Is this thing on? <laughs> so, uh, one last. Okay, let's bring it back. Um, since this is going to be our last show together for a while, let's bring it back full circle, big picture question that i i liked that you put in here real kyle real uh that i really liked that you put in here is what is one guest or who is one guest that we never got on that we wish we could have on and my idea behind this was we could pick a celebrity yeah, yeah. i'd rather uh, pick someone who's like i was thinking like real talk semi-realistic oh, I, so, I was thinking like any i think anything goes do you like, want me to go like first? jack black yeah my when i wrote that question i thought howard stern oh uh, okay uh, okay kind of the king of snuff radio and i would love to have him on to, to just to get a taste of of what he thinks about our show well my original Feedback. i was thinking real talk so i was thinking like a trans person but mm. in this like being a very safe environment and just like yeah getting because i feel like it's such like a little known subject uh, or very taboo still and it's beginning to be not taboo uh but then i don't know if we could do celebrities i have to think about that for a second well because i kind of like i guess like in kind of a more meta answer uh kate um, is like I'd like to. Yeah, I would have. I wish that we would have maybe had more like non cis people on. Like yeah. if we would have had maybe um, like some LGBTQ mm-hmm. people or yeah. just just kind of I guess like maybe if we just had maybe had more diversity. But a lot of right. times, you know, not to not to discredit us too much. I mean, a lot of times we just had us three on the show. Of course. Um, but like, yeah, well, I, guess, I, also I guess think sometimes it's like too fun of an environment. And... Well, I don't want to, I don't want to bring someone on and make them uncomfortable. I would yeah. love to have brought like a trans or gay person on where we could have been super unfiltered right. and like asked some questions. Cause right. like, I think that sometimes in today's, you know, PC culture, like people aren't necessarily able to ask the questions they want, they want to, to ask, ask because right. they're afraid to offend. And I think that sometimes the offended parties are too quick to get offended because because there are a lot of incentive people out there. So I'd love to create a safe environment where we maybe and and you know we probably should have done a better job of that. Maybe moving forward we will. So I guess meta answer is um, a more diverse range of guests. Um, I'm trying to think of a celebrity. I don't. I know. I, before I, we get too far down any other rabbit hole. Uh, and we don't have to do the celebrity part, but just Anthony to piggyback Kiedis. on that, like we all have like good, like a good spirit, like regardless of our sexual preference or our cis, cis nature. Like when you guys are like, "Oh yeah, Kyle, like, went to the bathroom and like re-downloaded Tinder and like giving me like a bunch of shit," like I take it in stride. Yeah. Like, when we give each of other course, shit, we all take it in we stride. Love each other. And like just to kind of, and not everyone is like this, of course, but I do agree with Alex. Where the the difficult part about that is, I would want to have someone on the show who was like that, but can also like 
not take a punch, but take a joke for sure. Right. And laugh at themselves and then like turn around and fling it back harder at us. Well, maybe you know? this is like an open invitation. Yeah, there you go. Always show. Is. Yeah, 100%. 100%. There it is. I'm just trying, I'm trying to think of a cool celebrity to have on and I. I know, I've been flashing through so many people. Uh, I would say um, Steve Buscemi. Okay. Yeah, you would. <laughs> I fucking love him. You're into him? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, Okay, I mean, any other final things or thoughts? Love you guys. Are we doing Velvet Victories? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. I just wouldn't anything every else about so since it's, it's yeah. Creation. So we we do it every week at this time. Uh, Velvet Victories, something good or positive that's happened to you uh, since our last taping, or uh, what, whatever. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. or could have or could be upcoming or something you're excited about or whatever. I guess I want to go last. Okay. Okay. I can go. Go. All right. Uh, my boyfriend and I are going to Hawaii for two weeks, and we're just renting a van and being hobos and when showering on the island at the free showers at the beaches and like that sounds awesome. Being kooks uh, in May. That's gonna be really cool. I'm stoked, but it is also it's like a true van, close quarters, and it's I feel like it's a little bit more stress inducing than camping because I don't know it's like a moving camp. So Two weeks is a be, while, too, you know. It's a long time. That'll be I mean, sick, though. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be so fucking That's fun. awesome. So you're going to rent a van when you get there? And yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be dope. A That's cool. VW bus. That's cool. Is uh, it, like, retrofitted with a bed and everything? Yeah. That's Damn, sick. that'll they be really like, sick. They have, like, pots, pans, towels. That sounds like an bed. awesome trip. Yeah. That sounds really cool. And it's, so it's, like, not only is it your place to sleep at night, it's your lodging and it's your transportation. So you can, like, go everywhere on the island. I would yeah. like to try that. Yeah. I'll get the info from you. Let me know how it is. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, My obvious one is I'm going to be moving in a week uh, down to California. So an interesting, I think I said that before, but like, it's just weird. You know, it's it's very nostalgic leaving. Um, It's bittersweet in the sense that, you know, it's just like one chapter is closing, another is starting. It kind of feels like leaving high school for college or leaving college for, I moved to Portland and now it's like, okay, what's the next chapter? So I'm super excited about that. Um, which is a good sign. If I wasn't excited, I would be worried. Like, right. if, like, there's never been a point where I was like, oh, shit, what am I doing? Like, it's been like, no, this is the right move. I'm looking forward to this. I'm You're excited about, about that. It. So, um, yeah, I'd say that is my uh, Velvet Victory. It's a good one. That's awesome. Mine is a two-parter. Okay. But they're, they're connected. <clears throat> the first part is, and this will probably come to no surprise, to anyone who's listening still or you two is just the show in general has been one long Velvet Victory uh, one long so coming sweet. I've been coming <laughs> the time. longest coming it's been like it's it's been really fun and like you both have been wanting to do it even when I didn't want to do it when I would get frustrated and like try to cancel the show or in college when we would have a bunch of guests on like I don't know I was just before work today and yesterday I was just thinking about all the guests we've had on all the things we talk about and sure we could have we could have offered more diversity and and like Alex said that could be something that we could look at moving forward and I, we're all open to it which I think is great but looking at what we did have I'm just like super thankful and grateful for that so thank you both for we're thankful for you for yeah dude times. I think we've all lifted. I, can, I think we've, I'm sorry for speaking for you. Uh, no, but I think I, it's safe to about, say. I'm not. No, I was gonna thankful. say. I think we've all like lifted each other up, and at least show wise, done. You know, like there was times when I know I didn't want to do a show, and Kyle, you were really too, persistent course, about it. Yeah. And then I know, yeah, like I don't know. There's been t- we've all. So yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other, the other part about it related to this is 
I know we're going to find some creative ways to continue the show, even though Kate and I will be up here and you'll be in California. So I'm lo- I'm just looking forward to the next chapter of learning, the show. Yeah, learning some new ways to do it. It might just be once a month, but it could almost be cooler because, like we were talking about in the car, like maybe setting up a Skype thing where there's like a video element involved. Yeah, that would could be, be sweet. Yeah. yeah, that could be cool. So yeah, that's that's what I got. Well, love it. I'm bad at goodbyes. <laughs> Any final? See you later. Yeah, I know, I know. I actually am bad at goodbyes. A coworker told I. I always stop by this one cubicle and say hi to these guys on my way out of work, and they're always like, "Dude, you're just lingering. You're just kind of ling- <laughs> like you can, when you say goodbye." You mean just you- this one time or like always? No, no, like all the time. I'm always just like, "All right, see you guys. What are we doing this weekend?" Kind of like, kind of just like, just leave, man. Just get out of the get out of the get out of the cubicle. So um, now I'm lingering here. Don't really want to wrap it up, but no, we'll definitely be back. I thought this was a good episode. I thought yeah. hopefully our friend listens and can take some He'll advice. Listen. And I also think. Um, Go to our uh, Twitter, at QBG Podcast. We'll put the poll up there. And just to quickly check on my Instagram poll I put up uh, when the show started, let's see. Can you read the question again, Uh, The question is, can you know he or she's the one less than one month into knowing someone? uh, 57% (laughs) of the pollers are saying yes, 43% no. Oh. Um, So that's interesting. Something to keep keep thinking about and talk about. So anyway, guys, thank you. This has been really fun. Yeah. It feels weird. Uh, But uh, this is uh, Alex Crawford for Kyle B. Hart and Kate Adolfson saying from the St. John's Bridge all the way down to Corvallis or wherever you might be listening. Thank you for listening. And spread love and embrace controversy. controversy.